0: You are listening to She Speaks by The Great Canadian Woman. The Great Canadian Woman makes waves, she moves mountains, and she blazes trails. This podcast is a compilation of inspirational Canadian women sharing their message, their insight, their experience, and their expertise. and compassion strength and softness pride and humility independence and connectedness the great canadian woman unites us by both our similarities and our differences and this is where we listen learn connect and grow you can learn more about our publishing opportunities events and how to be a contributor on the she speaks podcast or blog by visiting www.thegreatcanadianwoman.ca
1: wake of the recent Black Lives Matter movement in America following the murder of George Floyd. This has raised a high degree of awareness of individual and systemic bias people have against people of color and black people, not only in America, but also in Canada. This has in fact sparked protests in prominent cities all over the world. A lot of people have been talking about how systemic racism has affected people of color, black people in general, general regarding several areas. The major area of systemic racism has affected people of color is in terms of job hiring discrimination. Canada has 80% population growth from... Immigration. It might interest you to know that more than 70% of skilled immigrants do not get professional jobs when they get into Canada. And that is because there is employment discrimination. It is either they do not have Canadian experience or their foreign certificate that has being validated by a world-class education services to be at par as Canadian um, system is not recognized. So they come in into Canada and they're just not able to find a, a job that fits their skills level. So we're not going to talk really about systemic racism and how it affects adults. It also affects kids it also sadly affects kids. I mean, I am a Canadian immigrant. I am black when, and I have three kids of my own. When I moved to Canada, I was not prepared to talk to my kids about racism. I mean, we are coming and moving to Canada. But I was wrong. Unfortunately, don't get me wrong. Canada is a nice place. We love it here. We do not regret moving to Canada in any way. It has given us a second chance to a better life and even education. We've been able to find a way around it. However, I'm so sure my my family is just about 1% of the 1% of immigrants that get around the systemic racism and the issues that it comes with. So, I was like I was saying, I was not prepared to talk to my kids about racism because, I mean, we are not moving into the U.S. Neither are we going into Europe. We are coming to Canada. However, they moved to school. I rain-checked them all the time, and I was shocked to find out that they were discriminated against because of their color, because of the texture of their hair, as well as their accents. I had to... Um, motivates them. I had to coach them from time to time, so that they will not have identity crisis, so that they will understand who they are and appreciate who they are. And when they hear racist um, comments in school, they knew exactly what to do and what to say and how to handle it. This, in fact, is not the same for a lot of immigrants, and. No mom should have to do that extra rain check to make sure that another kid is not passing racist comments to their own kids in school. Like every other mom should be able to talk to their kids about racism. I know we don't want to expose our, our children to the ills in the world, but when it comes to racism, we need to educate our children about it even before they start school. Because if we shield them from knowing that there are other people that have a different color, that have a different accent, that behave different from you culturally, before they start school, you you set them up for failure because they start school and made a kid in class and they have no idea what to do. Black community already have little to no representation all over the world. The movies your kids will watch will probably have no black kid in it. The cartoons they watch have no black kid in it. The books you buy them have no black in it. And for sure, you're not buying them dolls that are that have other skin color than yourself. This is not the same for black kids. Or they watch movies, they see white people in it. They watch, they watch cartoon, they see white people in it. We've even bought them white dolls because... Up until recently, it's almost impossible for you to see a doll that has any other color but white. So they have more than enough representation or idea about who you are, how to react with your kids, how to treat them, how to interact with them before they start school. You, on the other hand, you have been able to raise a colorblind kid. Now, colorblind in the fact that they have zero information about every any other color but themselves. That plays them in a really awkward situation when they start school, and they happen to have a black kid in their class. Poor kid. Unfortunately, they begin to wonder, why are you black? Why is your hair different? Why do you have an accent? And... Unfortunately, they start to pass racist comments, calling the black kid weird, taunting them because of the way they look, because they actually don't know how to do better. What I'm talking about has caused a lot of black kids going into depression. They've been depressed. They cry home every day to their moms, to their parents, because some other kid in class has called them weird in, in, during their interaction, during their lunch break, at one point or the other. Bullying occur, occurs from time in time in our schools, but when you're, they are being attacked based on who they are, it's much more, much more dangerous and, and sad. All the kids need to be exposed to the different races. What is racism? You need to let your kids know what that is. What does it mean to be anti-racist? You need to let your kid know what that means. You might say you're not directly impacted, but you are directly impacted because you, are, you live in this community and there are other people aside from yourself in it. I know everybody has their own problems that we need to handle. I totally understand that. However, this is a problem that collectively affects all of us in the community that we live in right now. I know a lot of people want to do better, especially with the increased in sensitization that the Black Lives Matter has brought about and increased the awareness of biases of police, of people, of employers, of employees. Of our neighbors. How many people would see a black mom strolling down the street and say hi? I'm a black mom. I stroll down the street all the time. I don't even expect people to say hi to me anymore. Like, I've taken it like that's how it is in Canada, actually. However, to my surprise, after George Floyd was murdered, I take a walk down the same streets. I've been walking several years and suddenly everyone wants to say hello to me. Wow. So they saw me all along like, Oh my God. Well, I am not going to blame people. I'm not going, I'm not here to do name calling or anything. I know I. it's an indication to me that we all want to do better. And how do you do better? How do you do better? How do you do this? Because I know it's uncomfortable for a lot of people. I know nobody wants to be told what to do or how to live their lives. It is uncomfortable, but we have we need to have it if we are going to do better by ourselves, by our children. We need to introduce our kids to racism on time. We need, talk to them about it. Let them know how, why it's the appropriate behavior around people of color and black people. No mom should be apprehensive sending their kids to school because they, feel, they know that before the end of the day, their kid is going to be attacked and bullied because of how they look. It is not a fluke. I have counseled and consulted with a lot of mothers that have this problem. I've heard a situation of a mom that had to send a, a daughter back to their home country because she could not fit in into the school system. She was constantly bullied and attacked and called name because of how she looks because of how she sounded. And this is a kid that's been in school in their own country that is English taught. Most immigrants in Canada have a university degree. They are professionals from where they are coming from. Everybody has an accent. So I don't see why a kid has to be taunted for the way they sound. Especially when you have, when you know how to speak two languages, you definitely would not sound the same because there's going to be a mixture of your mother tongue and English in your accent. And it's totally fine. We need to do better by letting our kids understand that everybody has an accent and everybody other, every other person's accent may not sound like yours, but that does not mean they don't understand English. That doesn't mean they are not nice people. That does not mean they are not intelligent. That does not mean they're weird. We are just different. We need to be able to embrace our difference. I know that a lot still needs to be done, but we cannot be blindsided about the effect of systemic racism and how it affects our kids. And to our teachers, I know you guys are awesome and doing great, but you can do better for us. Do you have racial bias in your heart? that you've not dealt with? Do you have any bias about black people that you have not dealt with? And it is indirectly or directly affecting that black boy or that black girl in your class. Is there a racial bias in your heart regarding black people such that when that black girl is being called word in your class and they report that to you, you don't see it as an issue such that when that black boy suddenly um, gets hyper, you know, active and runs around more than every other boy, you begin to think, oh, because it's a black boy, maybe he's dangerous. And you start taking notes. You start taking disciplinary action. You start activating disciplinary action against him because of your bias. Does our system understand that Children of immigrants have an accent and it's okay. I know a girl that moved into Canada with her parents and she started off in like grade three. She was sent off to, to for extra English coaching lessons up until she was in grade six or so. Because her teacher just kept saying she doesn't understand English. And it is not because this girl does not understand English. It's because she has an accent. And the girl was able to pick a cue that they don't want to hear that accent. She stopped speaking her language. So she would not, they would stop registering her for these extra classes. And for sure, she picked up the Canadian accent, but she lost the language. That is how, that is some ways systemic racism affects our kids. She still understands the language from from, from what I got from my mom, but she will not speak it. She will not speak it because she doesn't want to be the girl with an accent in class and that would keep going for extra coaching because of that. These are ways systemic racism has trickled down into the school systems. So I am making this video not to point fingers, not to make everyone feel bad, but to bring forward the issues. And so we can address it and move forward to a greater purpose of everybody. I know nobody wants to be called a racist. I know so many people have, by or they're they are not even aware of. I get it. But we need to do better. I have can- counseled numerous immigrant kids that are borderline suicider. And during a session, do you know what I find out? It's all this little, little comments by other classmates that drives them to depression and therefore suicide. A lot of moms have found suicide notes in their their kids' backpack because they were taunted in school about how they looked. There's an argument between them and their colleague in class and your girl. And they could use the N word on them. Some of them don't even know what the N word is, or they just tell. Them, no wonder you look weird. Look at your hair. And of course, they are different in class, and they begin to wonder: Am I really weird? Am I a mistake? Why am I not? Why am I not um, white like every other person? Why is my hair not as straight? Why why don't I, why don't I speak with the same accent? Maybe I'm a mistake. Maybe I shouldn't be in this world. They start thinking to the extremes when the attack becomes consistent. So these are the reasons why we need to introduce racism early to our kids so that we can raise a well-knowledgeable individual with zero racial bias. I've always heard that racism is... Nobody's born with it, but they are taught it. Not teaching kids about racism also have, has its adverse e- effect. They don't know what to do when they finally meet someone that's not of the same race as them. The black kid, on the other hand, has more than enough materials and information about brown people, about white people. So when she, he or she meets them, they know exactly what to do. Can you say same, the same for your kids? Have they met black people before? Do they anger with black people? Do you anger with black people? Why don't you? Why, have you even tried to know black people for yourself? Aside from the, from the media propaganda that they are drug addicts and dangerous people? Have you tried? Do you have play dates with black people? I know that is multicultural and they're trying to inc- increase inclusiveness in our school systems and culture. I mean, I know my kids celebrate Chinese um, holidays in class. They also have indigenous days in school. How about the black culture? Do you introduce black culture and black history and black holidays in your curriculum? Do they even know about this? Do they know how we talk, how we speak, our language, our culture, our fashion? Is there inclusiveness for minorities and people of color? Do we introduce our kids? Do we even teach them about it? Do we teach them about black history in schools? Do we inculcate courtesy and awareness for racism and discrimination and prejudice and any other form of antagonism that goes against black people in our school system? It's high time we include black culture in our school systems. It's high time we talk about racism and how kids will behave towards people of color and and black people in our schools. It's high time our teachers do an assessment and address their racial bias. Are you biased towards black people? Is that affecting how the kids in your class is being treated? We need to do better. And I'm so glad we're having this conversation. Without fear of anyone discriminating against us or our children, without fear of prejudice in our system that even affect our kids. Can we do better today? Can we can we agree to create a level playing ground for our kids? For our future? Can can you make life easy for immigrant moms? By talking to your child about racism, by introducing to them materials, movies, um, cartoons, books, and have discussion about racism? Can you increase awareness by organizing hangouts with Black people? Can you honor that invitation from that colleague in your class, in your place of work, in your neighborhood that, is, that doesn't look like you? Can we flatten this curve of racial pandemic called racism? Can we? Can we do our part in flattening this curve? I hope you've been able to learn one or two things. I hope you've been, I've been able to bring to thoughts one or two issues that you never knew existed. I hope you I've been able to give you another dimension to some of the issues, racial bias is affecting. Not only adults, not only women, but also our kids. Kids are not so innocent to be trained and educated about racism. If you don't educate them rightly about racism, or you don't talk about it at all, you have done the same damage. Can you commit to do better today? Can you commit to act better today? Can you commit and implement anti-racist training? while bringing up your kids as well.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into the She Speaks podcast by The Great Canadian Woman. Remember to subscribe to the show on your favorite player so you don't miss a single episode. And if you love what we're doing here, we would be so appreciative if you could leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And if you want to connect with today's guest or become a guest on the show yourself, head to thegreatcanadianwoman.ca forward slash podcast. Until next time, make waves, move mountains, and blaze trails.